Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better DM. My name is Tanner Wayland, and together we're going to learn about how to prepare great adventures for our players to love and enjoy. Uh, today, let's jump into a short announcement. As always, uh, we are trying to uh, make opportunities for us to do one-shots with our listeners. Uh, in the past, we kind of did it month to month. We're actually going to uh, be offering those, you know, just as set times that you can sign up for like months in advance so if it hasn't worked for you in the past uh check it out uh, i'll have the link in the show notes but regardless we look forward to playing with you uh now in regards to t- today's topic it's food now you might be thinking tanner uh food is a tangible thing uh tabletop role-playing games is theater of the mind they shouldn't overlap uh Au contraire, my friend. Uh, Something that players don't often think about is, you know, food that both they bring to the session and second, the food that actually shows up in your adventures. So I'm going to touch on both Uh, because you've probably thought maybe a little bit about food. You know, when people get together, you like to snack, you like to have bowls of pretzels or Cheetos or, or whatever else, right? Now, that's wonderful and frankly, I encourage uh, any DM out there to kind of create that kind of friendly environment where you feel like you're hanging out with your friends. And especially if you're doing longer sessions, like three, four hour sessions, then you know what? I would say food is almost uh, a prerequisite for that, or at least to have a good time. Um, Now, there's a couple caveats there. Uh, First off, not all snacks are great for a long term game. And here's what I mean. During the day, you know, when you're working or talking with people or even hanging out, you're typically typically not just chowing down on a, a bunch of greasy or salty or, you know, super filling snacks. And, and that's good because it keeps you, you know, in the moment, doesn't make you too full or, uh, or feel just, you know, a bit of indigestion <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, and I don't think that people, when they you know, when they're trying to make D&D feel kind of like that chill hangout, you don't think about healthy snacks. Uh, and, and I'm not the first person to talk about this. There's there's a lot of people uh, online who, you know, have talked about, hey, if you're going to have food at, at your session, make sure it's healthier food, you know, like veggies, nuts, things like that that aren't going to really weigh you down. And I, I tend to agree with that. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't occasionally have, you know, less healthy snacks, but, you know, do it in measure as always. Um, Now, nice kind of middle ground there of taste and, you know, and snackiness. I really think it's great if, uh, if the DM or a player brings a themed food item. Uh, Now, if you're, you know, we're in a fantasy setting, which often means a medieval setting, right? Uh, There are certain kinds of foods that fit into that better. That could be, you know, anything that's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more natural. Now it could be like stuffed mushrooms, right? It, when you hear mushrooms, I mean, doesn't that kind of sound like you just went out into the forest and went mushrooming? Uh, or it could be, you know, as simple as some hard-boiled eggs with salt and pepper, right? I, I used to have that all the time as a kid. Not as much recently, but I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? As I was researching medieval snacks and what they would have eaten, and it was like, oh, hard-boiled eggs, meat, 
you know, uh, tarts with like uh, fruits or, or meats or cheeses or anything in there. I was like, this sounds great. Certainly less uh, complicated than our current snacks and maybe a little bit more complicated than you want to do for every session. But if you're doing a longer session and you're going to have food anyway, why not get into the mood by actually making uh, time appropriate snacks? Now, and this is going to play into my point when I talk about food, like in the actual world that you're creating, uh, if you are in a specific uh, land or nation that is kind of based on a real world equ equivalent, like uh, like an equivalent to Egypt, for example, um, there's you could even kind of imitate Egyptian foods. Uh, same for like Greece or or China or or anywhere that has that kind of uh, deep history and very cultural foods. Um, and that has an equivalent in your own world, I think that that's, I mean, you're losing out if you're not uh, bringing that into your game and outside of your game by being like, hey, uh, we are in a, you know, in a very uh, Asian setting. Let's have some, you know, I made some dumplings. Uh, it's my first try. Hope you enjoy them. <laughs> of course, they're dumplings. They're really hard to uh, to not like, unless, of course, you just mismeasured the the proportions now are they going to look great i think if anyone's actually tried uh you know closing a dumpling that's not always true but the taste you can you can get past the looks and enjoy the taste um so anyway i'm rambling my main point is don't slouch on being proactive in how you bring food into the uh, gaming situation that you have at, uh, at your sessions um, don't always just default to easy snacks that are super, uh, I mean, unhealthy is maybe the word that I want to shy away from, but just uh, snacks that aren't um, super natural uh, or are heavily processed because uh, those can kind of weigh you down after two or three hours of just snacking on them. Um, and for you as a DM, I, I would say, you know, it, it is kind of a sad Matter of fact, you can't always be eating as much as the players because you're kind of on deck at all times. And that's, I mean, something you just have to deal with. Now, it's not to say that you can't eat. I know some DMs out there have a strong feeling about that. Uh, I say just, you know, pick your times when you do eat, right? Now, a great time is during battle. If you're having an encounter with some, you know, with players and the monsters, then that is a perfect time to... You know, while the players are uh, speaking out the action and people are rolling, you know, grab uh, grab a chip or a carrot or whatever you have out there um, and use those opportunities. And then when people are having conversations amongst themselves, like I often encourage you to do, you know, at the campfire or in break times uh, after combats or anything like that, uh, use that time as well. You know, you aren't you aren't always as required to speak as you think you are. And if you just kind of become aware of those moments, then you can eat without actually, you know, making the players kind of lose <laughs> immersion by uh, breaking up your riveting conversation with the lord of a city because the lord is just snacking. Although, and this is kind of the caveat that I just remembered, if you have the NPC actually eating <laughs> uh, as they're talking with the players, kind of like Denethor 
in Lord of the Rings, you know, when he's like eating the tomatoes and that we all know the scene, right? You could have, you could recreate that using food. And I think your players would just get a kick out of it. I, I know I, I would. And I've now put that on my uh, DM bucket list in the next little bit. <laughs> um, but going beyond that, let's talk about food in actual campaigns. So I think a lot of players uh, don't think uh, when they sign up to, you know, play with you uh, as their DM, they're they're thinking about their characters. They're thinking about the stats, how to uh, min-max or, or any kind of cool story ideas they have. I doubt any of them, and probably you too, are thinking about food. And frankly, I think that that's a missed opportunity. Hello, this is Tanner, and I wanted to introduce you to the character I'm playing for our live play D&D campaign on the Pact and Boon podcast. His name is Wolfgang Kainstotter. He's a dampier, meaning his father was a vampire and his mother was a human. He was raised in a noble family of vampires that specializes in providing mercenaries for both nobles and criminals, which is where he learned his skills to become a ranger, at least when he wasn't being bullied by his half-siblings. All that changed, of course, when he got sent to the Nine Hells of Calignos, where our story begins. If you'd like to follow along with our adventures, please check out our new live play podcast, Pact and Boon, when it comes out this Friday, the 5th of April, 2024. Go to studios.com forward slash Pact N Boon to get more info. We are so excited to share our adventures with you. When we're talking about immersion, the senses play such a role, right? And I know that we mostly talk about visual uh, visuals when we're describing things. But why not make your characters' interactions and your characters' uh, personalities more real by actually having, uh, you know, food play a role in that? Uh, here's a great way to do it. Uh, first off, uh, during you know session zero, or at least when you're talking with each player about what they need to prepare going into a new campaign. Um, or just into creating a new character because their old one died. I would add a couple questions kind of to get the the player into the character's head and give them more opportunity for interaction with the world. And those questions are, first, uh, what is their what is your character's favorite food and why? Um, in and you could even give them an example of like, hey, uh, one of my past characters, their favorite, uh, their favorite food was just a simple slice of bread and some of the soft cheese that their mother prepared uh, from the goats that they had in their backyard, you know. And then that's like a very, it tells a lot about them. It shows that you know they grew up on a farm, uh, that you know their mother played a big role in their lives, and also that they're not all into that fancy stuff, right? Um, but if, you don't even have to give that example if you just ask the uh, player. I think a lot of players are very creative. If you ask, what is your favorite, um, your character's favorite meal and why, you'll get some interesting backstory that you wouldn't just if you were asking like, hey, wh what's their deal? You know, uh, it asks them to get specific, but specific about something uh, that uh, is really an interesting prompt. Um, and then the next question, aside from, you know, favorite food and why, 
uh, their least favorite food. Uh, and you don't have to ask why for this, right? Because oftentimes uh, it's just that they don't like the taste. But but I would ask that question because it gives you a lot of interesting uh, and funny experiences. Think about it. You know, your players get invited to go dine with the king or with a witch out in the forest. And and suddenly, you know, the witch is like, oh, I, I've got these uh, I've got these boiled squirrels. And the player's like, oh, my goodness, I hate boiled meats. Or or maybe it's something more like oh, stewed cabbage, right? That's something that when I was young, I hated. And so if that's, you know, if that's something that your player's been like, oh, this is what my character hates, then whatever it is, find an opportunity during an important meeting and slip that in as one of the things that gets served and then ask for that character's reaction and put that into the conversation. Because frankly, a lot of conversations with NPCs are just so focused on, you know, the task at hand, exposition. And you know what would really mix that up? If while the NPC is, you know, discussing about, oh my goodness, we've, we've had so many kidnappings because of, you know, the orcs in the area. If the player is just gagging because they had some fish placed right in front of them that still had its head, right? Because that's something that they don't like. They don't like seafood. Just think about how much fun and realism that adds to a normal, it, it could have been boring conversation. So if you find out uh, what the player, getting back to kind of those questions, tasks during character creation, if you find out what the character uh, loves to eat, what they hate to eat, and also when they cook for themselves, what they like to cook, uh, that actually kind of gives you a basis for, you know, creating, adding that kind of uh, taste sense to the world around them, right? Um, if they're really handy at cooking, then you could actually play a role into that and be like, hey, uh, you guys are bedding down for the night. What are you guys eating? Okay, who's cooking? What are you cooking? And then let a player describe that. And I, I tell you, you might not want to do it all the time, but if you do it occasionally, then the players are going to have fun with it. They're going to have fun with like, explaining what they got uh in town in town or maybe what they hunted and how they prepare it and if the player if the character is really rudimentary in their uh cooking skills then it could be as simple as like well i i have some bread so i cut some slices and give it to everyone and that could be like an interesting uh way for the characters to interact as well where the one character is like oh stale bread again today you know I think that you have a lot of opportunities there. And I guess one reason why I'm bringing up and really pushing for this is uh, I, I don't know if you've ever read a book that has really just captivated one of your senses in a special way. Uh, I have an example. So I don't know if you ever read the book series Aragon. When I was a kid, that was coming out, um, or like a young teen, I guess. And and in the second book, which I think was called Eldest, uh, it had the red cover with the red dragon on it. Um, at one point, they're going through the mountains, and they uh, and in those mountains, they have a uh, a dwarf city that they go to, and it described this big boar that was roasted, and that you know, and they described it really well with like the sauce and everything like that. 
but you know, it still used some filler words like, oh, it was just, it was such a spicy thing as in, you know, that's kind of the uh, expected uh, description that you get in a lot of uh, books, which is like, oh, it was so spicy Um, because they don't know how to describe the different kinds of spices. Uh, But this book, it went beyond that. And it also described all these mushroom dishes. And I got to tell you, I didn't like mushrooms at the time that I was reading that book. And that book made me want to eat it, right? It was describing all these different types of mushrooms, some big, some small, the ways that it was sliced, how it looked, the texture. And and it just really transported me and my imagination. And it made me want to try a really good mushroom. And I have since then, and I really enjoy mushrooms now. You may be asking yourself, how do I get more out of how to be a better DM? You probably want even more tips, more entertainment, or perhaps just exclusive access to a secret society of people bent on ruling the world. Well, we don't actually have desires to rule the world, but it does sound like what you want and what you need is to join our Patreon. You'll get access to our private Discord, which will give you direct access to all the hosts of this show, as well as our other dungeon masters who are just like you. You'll also be able to make fan requests for how to be a better DM. And lastly, you just help support the show so we can give you ever better content. If you want to join the Patreon, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash startadventure and join our Patreon today. But I think that you can create that experience for your players. Uh, frankly. And I think that, you know, we talk about when your characters enter a certain scene, you know, it could be a pauper's home or a, a huge vista with crystals jutting out of it. And, and we talk about how you should prepare, you know, specific paragraphs of description that draw the characters in. Uh, I think that you could also benefit from, uh, like preparing paragraphs of description for something as simple as, you know, a meal that your characters have with a local NPC, right? Um, A lot of the best conversations that I've had in my life have been around meals. Uh, It hasn't been me just entering a house and just randomly talking to a person, right? And, And so I think that if you put in that time, you know, and maybe even imitate it a little bit in terms of, uh, you know, preparing some kind of small meal or small, you know, food for the real life players to eat while you're doing this food scene, I think that you can really step up the immersion to a whole nother level, right? Uh, really try and uh, try and reproduce the experience of eating and bonding or disagreeing over a meal um, with your players. I think that they will only be, you know, impressed. They might be confused because, like I said at the start, not everyone thinks about food. In fact, most people don't think about food when, when they think about adventures like that. But I think it's something that pro- that really doesn't need to take too much effort on your part. Um, just writing just a few different sentences about how the broccoli was, you know, too mushy because it had been overcooked um, and it wasn't salted, or on the other hand, that uh, the broccoli that they were served was perfectly steamed within a basket and the person had poured oil and salt 
and what looked like some very finely minced garlic over it. And if you just give that kind of description, then I think players uh, will really get drawn in. They also might get hungry. So warning, you might not want to do this if you guys just don't snack at all. Because uh, then, you know, you're just torturing your players. But for the rest of us who are trying to make it a little bit more of a party where you're snacking, uh, then I then I would say definitely find opportunities to incorporate food into your gaming in a in a smarter and a more purposeful way. Um, I, I think that it's really going to step up your your storytelling to the next level because uh, it's going to get you into the more nitty gritty intricate aspects of what living is like, right? Um, so uh, I've talked to you off enough about food. Go get some food for yourself. And until next time, let's roll initiative.